0: A lot of people are always like say yes to everything and I, I don't actually believe in that I think say yes to the things that you think either one are gonna pay you and you're okay with it mm-hmm. two it's like you're helping a friend and three like it's like a project that like is going to inspire and help other people
1: so, yeah say yes to it but big be, be picky and choosy that's Riza Lisea and this is the Powerful Ladies podcast Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast, where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something, and the extraordinary to come and share their story. I hope that you'll be left entertained, inspired, and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Raisa Lisea is an improv comedian, actor, podcaster, creator, host, activist, and boss at creating spaces for Latinx voices to be heard in comedy. We recorded this episode during COVID-19 quarantine via Zoom, pre-Black Lives Matter protest, and at the time, I did not realize how foreshadowing this conversation would be. In this episode, we talk about how she created Spanish Aki Presents, her perspective of the world as a Cuban-American from Miami, and why it matters to her that she paves the way for people coming up behind her and voices that aren't often heard. Plus, we talk about why she loves basketball and cats. All that and so much more coming up, but first... If you're interested in discovering what possibilities and businesses are available for you to create and to live your most fulfilling life, please visit thepowerfulladies.com forward slash coaching and sign up for a free coaching consultation with me. There is no reason to wait another day to not be living your best life when you instead could be running at full speed towards your wildest dreams today. Well, Welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hola.
0: (laughs) Am I I jumping in already? Okay, cool. Sure, yes. (laughs) Go go, go, Go go ahead.
1: That was a a genuine welcome. Yes, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
1: Of course. Jordan has, of course, said so many amazing things about you and about mm-hmm. Spanish that like he presents, and I'm so excited that you're here today Yay. because um, you have a great story. You are involved in so many cool things, and I just can't wait to ask you all about it. Yay. So, <laughs> of course, let's begin. Um, please tell everyone listening who you are and what you're up to.
0: Okay, uh, my name is Raisa Licea. I am an actor, comedian, podcaster, cat lover, basketball baller, <laughs> player. Um, I always throw in basketball and cats somehow in every bio that I do or any like interviews. And I feel like everybody's like, okay, it sounds like a dating app. Um, but yeah, uh, Love so it. I'm like, yeah, no, um, I'm uh, born and from Miami. Cuban girl, uh, more Miami girl than Cuban, if anything, probably. Um, and yeah, I live in LA and I know Jordan because uh, she's our engineer for Spanish Hockey Presents at Earwolf. Um, and yeah, that's, I'm like, I, I do improv comedy at UCB. I host the only Latinx show, the like the first and only like all Latinx only uh, like mainstage show there. And uh, we have the only Latinx And first, also Latinx comedy show at Earwolf. So, like, that's pretty cool. We've had two of of the first um, Mm -hmm. on those things. Um, And, yeah, I'm just just out here. Uh, Like, it's, you know, it's a weird time to be promoting yourself, but it's also, like, a nice time Mm -hmm. to, like, do these kind of podcast interviews or, you know, uh, talking about stuff that you're doing and you love because I feel like it's the only thing that keeps us, kind of like going and it's like a nice little escape from what happens after we log off. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, but I'm like, I think, um, I hope I answered that question right.
1: (laughs) You did, you did. You're up to a lot of things. And I would love to kind of go back to some of them because I think they're really important. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned that you are part of groups that have been hugely instrumental in changing the Latinx community within Hollywood and podcasting and the comedy scene. Um, how did those groups come together, and how did you get involved with them?
0: Okay, yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, no. Um, so I I came out to LA not thinking I was going to do comedy. I not 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 thinking. I guess that's probably the wrong wrong way to say it. But more like just not. I just felt like semi comedy was just stand up, and I just didn't think that was something that I wanted to do. I also have never done it still to this mm-hmm. day. But my cousin took me to a improv show at UCB. Um, my cousin Jennifer Nash, and um, she would just always be like, "You're so funny. Like it's just like you're like it's, you're very different. Like you're mm-hmm. and it, I get. I feel like I would get that a lot when I start when I moved out here. Like whenever I go to anywhere else that's not Miami, I feel like a lot of times that happens. Um, but then. Um, I watched an improv show and then all of a sudden like I fell in love and I was like oh my god yeah I want to do this like saved up my money to take a class because they're expensive um it took me a little bit longer to get through the process because you know like it's hard like paying for mm-hmm. classes and working and paying for gas and whatever and like, yeah. just like hustling mm-hmm. um and so finally I finished my classes and um I was able to audition for Harold's and Harold's is like the like top like I guess, team that you can actually audition for at UCB to be on a house team and, like, thousands of people audition, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I got on on my first try, which I was, like, not even thinking or expecting. But, um, and I was, like, the first, like, bilingual Latina to be on a Herald team. And, like, I was, like, oh, cool, like, whatever. Like, that to me, I was, like, oh, like, I'm surprised, but also great. Like, there was, you know, Mm -hmm. not that. But then I realized, like, once I was on this team that so many people would go to and watch like the amount of like DMs that I would get from like Latinx people on the on my IG on Facebook, like people would see me like at auditions and be like, "Oh my god!" Like I I watched you in that show and you said this thing about your abuela and like, oh, I feel like I've never like related to somebody and like it's so like simple and little, but like mm-hmm. I feel like those are like that's the kind of stuff that like I wish I had watched on stage but I didn't see people that look like me and to be fair I'm very you know we're zooming right now I look real light-skinned but I'm usually browner because I'd be (laughs) tanning but you know we got to stay indoors Uh, (laughs) um but yeah no and so after that um I was on it for a year um I unfortunately got cut fortunately and unfortunately I say because it was like one of those like blessing in disguises kind of thing like you know like uh where it I, it hurt me a lot. I was really I was really, really bummed out because I love doing improv and I love doing comedy and I love just being myself. But apparently being myself was part of like what got me cut, I guess. Like, you know, too loud, too too uh I had an accent when I didn't realize I had an accent. People would call that out and make that the funny thing. Um I also had like a lot of like kind of like racist stuff happen to me. Like hmm. in improv, you ask for a word to yeah. to start to, you know, to um get your opening um you know to inspire the opening and you know I've gotten the word spicy tapatio taco burrito uh sassy even where like sure but like you know not just all Latinos are sassy (laughs) like I know a lot of white girls will be sassy too um (laughs) but like it was just like all these things and like it was a lot and you know even within the team in itself and you know no shade to like my my teammates it was just like I think, um, you know, uh, it's it's hard not to call things out that you're not sure, maybe, mm-hmm. that is, like, just a thing. Or, like, you know, just, like, my culture is very different from a lot of other people's cultures. And a lot of people didn't get that. And that was, like, what I thought was beautiful, being on stage, being able to just, like, bust out. Like, I had the first ever, like, blackout where it was in Spanish. And, like the tech doesn't know Spanish, but they knew the laugh was there and they blacked us out and we had a great show and it was cool because people like still like would remind me of that, whatever. So I got cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was bummed out, but like prior to getting cut, I had um, reached out to the AD at um, UCB about doing an All X show because I realized being on the stage even more, like so many people like related to me and like were like, I don't see enough of us. I don't see like you, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Even like, even like just like, I even had like, a Filipino girl be like, I don't I look like, they say that we're like the like Latinx of the Asian community. And I was cracking up with like, <laughs> I was, like I was like, okay. And she was like, and it's just, it's so nice. Like you did this thing about like your dad. And I was like, oh my God, that would be my dad too, whatever. So I pitched this show and then like three, I don't hear back for like three months, and then I get cut. And then like I have my sad girl like one, like for a month, like my sad girl moment where I like I'm just sad and depressed. And I was like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, what the fuck? I never heard back from this chick. Like, why didn't she? Right back to my email, so it kind of lets lights a fire in my ass, and yeah, I email her a very uh, bitchy but professional email. <laughs> uh, my father, I made sure that my father read it, and he is a very conservative man, and I am not. Um, and but he was like, "Raisa, you know, it's a very good email. Eh, you know, you sound very bitchy, but tough, and like <laughs> you don't know like a jefa, like a boss." But it was okay. It's good. It's good. It's professional. And so I send it to him. There was, like one thing he wanted me to take out, but I like kept it in because I'm like, it was a little like, I'm like, I just want you to know that like I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. at the end of this, I want you to know, and
1: I left that in. Uh And the then, jab you left in the jab.
0: Yeah, but exactly. I'm like, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people need a, you need to like just like poke them a little bit so that they they remember like you're here, like hello, mm-hmm. um, and so. We had a meeting, Uh, me and Carlos uh, Santos from my team were the only two that were able to go to the meeting. We, we showed up and I did most, most of the talking as he says, he's like, yeah, I just let her talk. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) and uh, I was, you know, like I found out that the reason we didn't get a show was because uh, apparently uh, I didn't give a name for the show. And I was like, well, I first need to know if I have a show before I give you a name. Like, this is just like, bam. So we got our show. It's sold out like crazy, like. Uh, there awesome. was people all over, like, the stairs of UCB. Like, they had to turn yep. people away. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, clearly this is something that not only I want and, like, the, like, Latinx community that wants to get on stage wants, but people want to come and watch this. Because there's mm-hmm. there's nowhere to watch this live. There's barely anywhere to watch us on TV and movies. So, imagine live yeah. performances. So, yeah. So, we just kept doing it. And after, like, a year, um, Cody came up to us and... Um, she uh she reached out about doing the podcast and we did a pilot episode and uh we were one of the top five like choices like picked uh that year and you know it's been really cool it's hard uh latinos are not big in the podcasting world listening or being on it Mm -hmm. so it feels sometimes like a really big big struggle like Like, you see these basic, boring, white, straight men, comedians, they start a podcast and they have millions and hundreds and thousands of views. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you're not that different from the other 19 other guys that have had one. You're literally saying the same exact things, same exact Mm -hmm. opinions. Like, I'm bored. I'm done. Like, if there was like 50 Latinas with the same exact podcasting, the same thing, I get it. I would get it. But there wasn't. There isn't. You know? And so um yeah like that's how like that all kind of started I guess I guess it just uh it came off of like just like not being heard and not being seen mm-hmm. which makes it even more like uh it makes it more special to me knowing what yeah. a like big big influential like show it is the live one and the podcast but you know um the live one is 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 so different to me because it's like we 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 have all these people here watching us where the yeah. podcast, like I don't get to see like how people like, if they thought this was funny or if they're like, whatever, unless they like DM us or text us or like <laughs> see us in person.
1: Yeah. Um, but Except yeah. for Jordan laughing. Yeah. In <laughs>
0: <ride>. <laughs> yeah. Jordan and like producer Cody when she's in there too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, a, it's funny. Cause like, I'm like, I guess like podcasting is kind of like these, like, comedians that are doing stand-up on zoom right now like you don't have Mm -hmm. you don't have an audience and here you are just like kicking it but at least you have your friends to kick it with a little bit in the podcasting but yes yeah so yeah that's pretty much like how everything um started I guess and since then yeah we've just we as a team we've been killing it and like individually we've been killing it and so many other different things so it's it's nice to see that like not only through the show itself and the podcast but like we've been able to to like be seen more as mm-hmm. a group and as individuals and just as like Latinx people and just as people like can be yeah. Like it doesn't even matter that we're Latinx.
1: Well, I love in that chair that um, one, that you felt what it was like to be put into a box being the first on something mm-hmm. and see that experience and then pitch your own idea because you saw the gap and what you were personally feeling and what you saw. And then so many people don't get heard and they don't do anything so mm-hmm. for you to like not be heard and then to get mad so mad about it you're like no yeah they're gonna hear i'm mad they're gonna hear what i think and like to go in and make it happen and it it took like nothing right you sent that email and then i was like okay yeah yeah here well, it goes
0: because you mm-hmm. have to like sometimes like just like and it's like i like i'm a very i say this a lot i a lot of people when they meet me if they don't know me or like I remember in college or this would happen in high school or whatever, people would immediately assume that thing, especially mostly and no shade. I know this is like, you know, powerful women like podcasts, but it's like women back in the day. Now it's a little different. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, we were so, so mean to each other. I feel like, thank God we're in this crazy movement of this crazy, like positive movement of like inspiring each other, helping each other, lifting each other. It doesn't matter what color we are, you know, Mm -hmm. what we identify as, as long as we identify as a female or whatever. And, um, you know, I think, like, a lot of people would always, like, see me, like, in person and just, like, assume I was a bitch. Just because I wasn't, you know, trying to be your BFF maybe or whatever that was. And, like, I'm actually a very, very, like, I don't have, like, a middle ground. I either love you or I hate you. Like, Mm -hmm. so, like, you just, you will barely catch me in the middle If it's in the middle, I feel like that's just like you're just like a person that I see. But like if you're my friend, I love you. Yeah. And I like so hard. And like if not, like I like I just I you're dead to me. Like as like (laughs) aggressive as that sounds, like I just I don't fuck with you. I don't Mm -hmm. care what you are, what you identify (laughs) as like if you fuck with me or like my family or my friends, I'm like, bye-bye. But yeah, yeah, like I think that's I think that's part of it where like sometimes the bitch has to come out. It's like my dad my dad will always be like Right. And then he like tried and like like you can't hold her in. Sometimes she's gotta she's gotta let loose and let people mm-hmm. know how she feels. And uh 90% of the time it's been a positive outcome. There's always that 10% that just like that person is doesn't care, doesn't give into it. But um at least I feel like I like was heard and I like got to express whatever it was, you know, that yeah. that happens.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's um, you know, it's a why I love the the She-Wolf song by Shakira, because it's not about, like, to Mm -hmm. me, it means all those things. Like, whether it's, like, you passionate, you angry, you fired up. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to let it out and you have to say what's going on. Otherwise, it's going to do something negative to you in some other capacity.
0: For sure, for sure. Because, like, we've all, like, especially just as women in general, like, there's so many times where, like, we've wanted to speak up and say something, but we stay quiet. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, being a woman in this, like, mainly male dominated like career Mm -hmm. not even just acting but comedy specifically is men and there's you know there's more men of color now yeah still like it's still Mm -hmm. so like mansplaining like I would say something and somebody would try to correct me like in a scene or like I don't I don't get that with the boys in my team and when any Mm -hmm. of them try to mansplain me you know I (laughs) have I Jordan can speak of this. She knows I call them <laughs> out right there. I call them out right there. And I'm like, we are not gonna edit this, but we're gonna edit this part that this one said. <laughs> and Jordan just listens yes. to what I say, thank God. <laughs> she knows she knows who the real hei-fi is of the four. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. but I love I love the boys so much and Tony and Oscar are, you know, they identify as, uh, Oscar identifies as queer and Tony identifies as gay and Carlos is a straight boy. So I pick on him probably the most just because he's a straight boy, but we all love each other. <laughs> like I'm like, I, ne- I really like on stage, I've never ever felt like bad, like, and it sucks because like, I feel like I've had so many, like, shows with a lot of people that I like and enjoy doing comedy with, but, like, there's always, like, a moment where I'm like, damn, that person said this, or or, <laughs> or they, like, cut off this female in front of me, and, like, I don't like that. And it wasn't even done to me, but, you know, it's just not fun to watch. Yeah. It's not fun to listen to a podcast where, like, there's a man always talking over the woman. Like, I'm like, that's, nobody likes that.
1: No, talking over anybody. Yeah. And especially oh, if it's true. a, a yeah. woman.
0: Oh, yeah. there you
1: go. Sorry, you had frozen. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, like, no one likes hearing anyone getting talked over, especially that male-female dynamic because of where we're at right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think, like, it's so interesting, like, how all the barriers you're breaking because even within your group, you're still, you're one of you're of four and you're the only, like, female in that group still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When uh, I
0: put... Oh, sorry. No, go, go, go. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say, it's funny you said that because, like, even, like, when I, like, when I put us together, I don't know if that was, like, going to be the question, but, like, I like I am, like, considered, like, the founder or whatever of SAP um, because I was just, like, I don't, like, we were the ones that were showing up to these shows, and Mm -hmm. performing we were on a team called improvisos peligrosos so it's just just spanish speaking improv and it was Mm -hmm. a mix of people but at one point it just was like me tony oscar carlos or me and oscar and carlos me tony and oscar like it was a mix and like somehow i was always that other link that would like circulate between all the other three boys Mm -hmm. and that's why like i like i was like i would like to do this with you Mm core you guys down like do you fuck with it all right tight And then you know they were they always had my back, they still do, and it was Mm -hmm. definitely one of those things where like I didn't think about it, but I was like, Oh yeah, we are even so much more diverse than we even thought. We're not just four like Mexicans, we're not four Cubans, yeah. We're we're yeah, like you know, and Oscar is even afro-Latino, so like he also like you know has that different like side when he speaks about stuff, um, that he can like give us a different type of knowledge or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm like. Definitely, uh, like what you said, yeah, it's like it's weird because it is definitely still I'm that female voice no matter
1: what. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's cool that to be in a position where you get to like pick your team, right? Like you literally get to hand choose who you want to do this project that you had created, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. a lot of people don't get put in that position. Like especially in the like Hollywood space, you might get your idea accepted, but you don't get to pick your team or your co-stars or something else. Like how cool to... You know, just get to put it all together. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. do, you, do you get surprised at, like, where it's gone and and the magnitude of the reaction that you're getting? Um,
0: you know, I, in the beginning, I was a little, it was crazy. I mean, I got my manager and I got an uh, agent and, like, I got, like, I had, like, already, like, commercial rep because of Heralds And then, like, after the show, like, little by little, and I'm the one that, like, pretty much show runs, um, so, like, I'm the one that booked everybody for the first show. I booked, I, I like, I usually book pe- most of the people. But, I mean, the boys do have an input. Like, it's not just, like, mm-hmm. look, I'm, like, look, I know I'm Cuban, but I'm not a dictator. So, <laughs> <laughs> um what's this called no but like i'll be like oh like carlito's like you know because he's he's a stand-up he came from stand-up and so i was like you know i'd always be like oh like who's like someone cool that's latinx so we you know so i do ask them for suggestions and like always like tony Mm -hmm. and like oscar always have like really cool like other like latinx friends too that do weird stuff so it is great because like they we get their input but like i get to put it together and like we make like Mm -hmm. we always put like the shows like we want to make it flow like i'm not just gonna have like i don't try to just have all like a specific type but like I feel like if I can make a theme into it and make it, like, you know, this poetry is going to go great with this person that's going to do a dance, like, and whatever, like, we make it mesh. So, that is, like, another art, like, just the show running and, like, putting it Mm -hmm. together, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, But, yeah, so, like, picking that and and it's also, like, making even our show or, like, even the podcast, like, we get to, like, we get to pick who we want to interview. Like, I get to say no to people all the time, not in a bad way, but it's, like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't, like, I'm, like, "Eh, you're just like the amount of straight white boys I have asked to do our podcast is very funny to me because I'm like oh (laughs) oh you don't have enough enough places to go do your thing oh okay sure I'll put you on my list maybe I don't know but like I'm like the only straight white boys that are gonna be doing our podcast are ones that are like killing it for like minorities Mm -hmm. and some other type of aspect like that Mm -hmm. is all you will ever like because the show is only Latinx I made it from the first Like, once we had our show I made, I told the boys, I'm like, there's one thing I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to stand by it. Only Latinx people on our show and as our guests. If we want to change it, Mm -hmm. like, next year, sure, whatever. We can mix that up. But, like, for this right now, like, unless you're Drake, you're not doing my show.
1: Like, and that's just because that's Drake.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's just because that's my boy. (laughs)
1: Well, and, and I'm sure you guys experience the same thing that I do with Powerful Ladies. Like, there's only so many episodes you can release in a year. Yeah. And there's always more people you want to have on than there are spots. Oh, for sure. And, you know, we, we have a huge referral program because, you know, Powerful Ladies, Know Powerful Ladies, which I think is incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some of my favorite guests have been referred from another guest. And I, you know, and I also have people, like, texting me, like, hey, have you reached out to my friend yet that I recommended? And I'm like... They're on the list. They're in the queue. Like, I'm just, yeah. like, you know, thank you for your patience because there's so – it's blending this mix of stories that we want to tell and making sure we have different perspectives and then also balancing what we have to do as well for the the growth of the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, how mm-hmm. do we, like, put all that together? And Jordan and I actually had a whole, like, kind of huddle earlier this week about, like, okay, where are we at? How many episodes slots do we have left for the year? How do we pick and choose based on, like, what's our dream list for the rest yeah. of the year? Like, let's make that happen. Oof. Um, but it's, like, it's a never-ending story of who do you want and who, oh, that person's awesome. Let's get them in. I know. So, and I love
0: yeah. to plan ahead. I mean, Jordan, yes. like, knows, like, I, like, I mean, before the quarantine, like, I had, like, seven guests. Like, I had four lockdown, and then I had, like, another three big ones. Mm-hmm. And, like, she knows, like, I don't, like, no shade to, like... People that are up, like very up and coming, or whatever, because I'm in that. Mm-hmm. I'm in that same like category. I'm not on a show. I'm like I'm the only one that like. Honestly, the boys work way more than me. That's fine. And I, I was like, you know, we're all in different paces. Um, and it's like it doesn't bother me. Like I'm like mm-hmm. that's like my like brothers like killing it, and I'm like, listen, your success, that's the podcast success, that's our live show success, and that's also yeah. my success because those people that are coming out to see you are also gonna see me, and like see tony or see oscar see carlos like whatever it's always going to be the same thing and um it's really hard because like i do i do want to put people that i know that are like you know they have this little thing here little thing there but like what you're saying like it's our first year it's our first podcast like i mean we've gotten huge 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 guests and that's just like most of it is because we need we need their voices to help lift ours up we need them Mm -hmm. to like post about us and like promote us so that people will like fall in love with us too and you know yeah. see that there is this other type of podcast or this form of art or whatever out there whether it's the podcast or even like the live show like um it's it's hard because the, the list for the live show is crazy it's longer than the podcast mm-hmm. because and the podcast I, I'll have anybody like it doesn't matter what color you are what your you know nationality anything like it doesn't matter but for the live show, like I said, it's only X, so it's such a, you know, we have one stand-up every show. We have one show every month, so we'll have 12 stand-ups in a year. That's really not that much. That's 12 people yeah. I can put up. And then sometimes a celebrity wants to do stand-up, like we had Sharonis Jackson from Insecure and also Luis Guzman. They both do stand-up, but they were also the people that we interviewed. So I was mm-hmm. like, cool, like that already like cuts a stand up person. So yeah. it's it's really hard, like what you're saying, like, yeah, like juggling like the, the run of show, the ROS. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, if you feel mean, like, and I have friends always too that always are like, oh, can I send you this girl? Or like, can I send you my friend? And like, oh, like I don't wanna be that girl, but like I can't, I can't mm-hmm. put everybody in their mother. We have had one mother of ours. That's <laughs> but that's because she was in town. Yeah, <laughs> but we, I'm like, I'm like well, that was different. That was for premium. For premium, we'll do whatever. <laughs> premium, yeah, we have fun, but yeah, like I, I respect that. I agree. <laughs> oh, I, I,
1: excuse I, me. <laughs> no, bless you. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it, it is. It's it's um, and being a planner as well. Like Jordan will speak to this. Like I like being so far out because then we can we have more time to edit. Like I don't like being rushed. I hate having to. Every day, do this and make sure it's done. And I don't like the work taking over my life. Yeah. Like, how can we work a ton, but do it in a way where we're more in control and we have more fluidity, especially in the way that Jordan's working on this podcast, like, She has a day job that is super demanding. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, "Um, hello, sister, I need your help. (laughs) So for like, how do we make it all work? And then Powerful Ladies is so much more than the podcast. And I have a whole business coaching business. So it's like, we have to do this so smart. And Jordan thinks I'm insane about how many episodes I'll record in a day and how many I want to like stockpile. But I think we're getting to a happy medium. Jordan clearly has something to say. Go, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say to give Riza some perspective um, Kara one time for powerful ladies was 4 months ahead <gasps> and we release one weekly oh,
0: yeah. that's like a, how
1: organized she is I
0: love that listen so. I love love <laughs> love that I I mean I'm old school I I put everything on a uh, on my like agenda I write mm-hmm. it down mm-hmm. and like, I love to write stuff down. So that's part of like what gives me anxiety during this quarantine. I'm like, oh, I get to put ooh, podcast on a Sunday at 30. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> yes, baby. I'm like three weeks <laughs> ahead, but I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm so excited just to like, oh, today I have something to do. Mm-hmm. But like every, and it's funny because everybody's so different. Like my boyfriend, he's the opposite of planning when it comes to like stuff, like mostly. And Same. I'm like, but I'm such a planner and I, I don't know where that came from. I feel like honestly- As most things, it comes from how we grew up, and Mm -hmm. I think um, you know I'm the middle child of like a big Cuban family, and we all did you know like my two older sisters were were already like out of high school at one point when all like all the rest like the four of the rest of the four of us because we're six in total when the four other ones of us were kind of like doing middle school, high school, elementary, but like we were always in sports. In mm-hmm. the school and outside. So, like, I played, like, in a baseball league outside of the base of, of school. Then yeah. I also did everything in the sports teams. Then in high school and in middle school, like, I love basketball. Like, basketball's, like, my favorite sport. But I played in my, in my school. I played freshman year. And I also, I mean, freshman. And then I also played, like, the senior. I was in the JV and the varsity. Like, I did mm-hmm. both. Plus, I did, like, the basketball team outside yeah. of of the school. So, like, my dad would drive me, pick me up from, like, a game in Miami, which is, like, so I went to LaSalle, like, he pick me up from, like, LaSalle and Coconut Grove and drive me all the way to, like, Tamiami Park, which is, like, uh, it's, like, an hour in, like, basic traffic, so, like, normal, like, r- bad traffic at that time was, like, an hour and a half, and, like, mm-hmm. he would do that just so that I can, like, continue, like, to, like, go to, like, my stuff and without planning, like, to get back to the planning is, like, on- like the only way to do that with so many kids is if you're a good planner, and, like, my parents were good at that. And they mm-hmm. kind of, like, threw that at us. And it's it's interesting to see, like, how we all in our different careers use it uh, at such a, like, high level. Like, we're big on planning. Like, we plan our family birthdays and parties and everything, like, super ahead. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, my birthday last year, like, I planned that, like, a month ahead. And everybody was, like, so early. <coughs> I'm, like, nah, I need to get my spot that I want. I need to make sure my outfit goes with my plate. Like, everything. Like, yes. I wanted it all perfect. And if it wasn't for my obsession with planning I'd be a hot mess right now too. because <laughs> actors need to be good at planning like if you're not like that's such a struggle I don't know how many people miss auditions castings like things like that because they're like oops I'm so bad I forgot you needed this and I'm like should have written down and you don't write it down
1: yeah but thank you my spot now bye <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'm like bye yeah well I'm here. No,
0: <laughs> I'm here for the male, um, white <laughs> uh, banjo player role. Give me that. I, yeah, I also play the banjo. No, mentira. I don't
1: play. Like, I don't play any. That act. would be incredible.
0: <laughs> I wish yes. I play no musical instruments. It's funny because I'm like, I was just talking about this with my boyfriend's mom. We're like, I'm so bad at like, da- I mean, I could go dance at a club like choreograph dancing and like salsa, like for real, for real. Like I'm, mm. I'm like the worst guanita because I'm like I suck at like (laughs) salsa dancing because all the girls like the cheerleaders were maybe the only other ones that like they like didn't go to those classes but they did it like after they were just like naturally good at it Mm -hmm. but like I was playing outside basketball trying to like one up all the boys in my you know while the other girls were like inside taking ballet or like doing like salsa classes or all that stuff and now I'm like I wish I would have given at least like 20% effort and taking a class because then I'd at least be a little okay. But like, I'm that girl at the club that like, you don't, I have like basketball feet when I dance. It's embarrassing. It's so bad. It's so bad.
1: Whenever I'm uh, salsa dancing, I always get really impatient with having to follow.
0: Yeah. Well, that's part of it too. uh That's so funny. Yeah. Well, so I went to like a birthday party like two years ago for my friend Haley and it was like. I think like five of us gals showed up and it was this place where they were teaching. It was like a like big, I don't remember, I don't even remember where it was. It was the randomest place I had ever been. It was like in the valley or something like that. And i like, I don't know. And it was like, there was this Asian man that kept being paired up with me. And he was like probably like Mm 45-ish. And he was so good. And he literally just like called me out. He's like, you are not the man. You are not leading. And like... (laughs) It was one of those things where I was, like, rude. What do you mean I'm not the man? I'm not leading. But also, like, yeah, no, the man in salsa leads. Like, mm-hmm. but I kept trying to do it. And, like, I I don't, like, I don't know. I'm such, like, I have, like, s- such masculine energy that, like, it's always so funny to, like, do these, like, things that are, like, like, getting interviewed for these lady websites or things. I'm, like, I'm such a dude, yep. quote, unquote, like, my energy and my tone and, like, how I, how, like, I think sometimes. Yes. You know how they're like, think like a man. I'm like, my girl. I've been thinking like a man my whole life because I grew up with them. <laughs> like that's who I was. That's who I was yep. living with all my life. So, mm-hmm. like,
1: yeah. No, I'm the same way, and it, it was honestly <laughs> part of what inspired it to be powerful ladies, because mm-hmm. uh, like I fail at so many girl things all the time, yep. like hair makeup I'm like like I don't I would rather cook for myself than have to do my own hair and makeup if I had if I had the choice to choose oh wow like yeah uh, no I like I'm I did I missed that whole class about like what a proper lady is supposed to know (laughs) and do and I'm like is there like a can you take this on zoom now like I don't know how I can catch up I mean it's funny because like I always say like and people always will be like, no, but you do it so for
0: like and I and like I'm very like I'm not the kind of person that'll say something so that I, I get a compliment. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm I'm very confident. I know like I'm cute. I know like I'm good at certain things that I'm good at and like I'm not like embarrassed to say it. I'm also, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be humble, maybe in more other things that I'm like, okay, right. So like chill out, relax. <laughs> but like makeup and hair are two things that I'm like I'm not great at either. Um and I kind of just do the same makeup all the time. I just change my lipstick and that's like where I'm at right now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like the only thing I do is um, I get my lashes done. Yeah. My, you know, Jamie, my lash gal, she's the best. I miss her so much. Um, They've all fallen off uh since quarantine, but um, uh, yeah, I'm like, I feel you on that. I don't, I don't, my like, and it's no shade to my mom. She, She, you know, she was a great mom and she still is, but it's one of those things where it's, it's interesting. Like I very much, uh, like she wasn't the kind of mom that like ever also, like she would, she would never, which I know a lot of females that their moms, the reason that they're so into hair and makeup is because their moms would say, Oh my God, do something with your face. Or why are you wearing that? Or like, Oh my God, Mm -hmm. your hair looks crazy. My mom was never like, I can't even Mm -hmm. recall a time that my mom called me like fat or told me like in like the Latino community like it's hard because like they were really like you go back home for like m- many communities but especially like it's like not only like oh when are you getting married when are you having a baby it's also like oh you've gained a little weight or oh my god <laughs> you're you're too skinny you're losing your butt and I'm like <laughs> well I don't win with you like if I lose weight my butt is gonna shrink right. if I gain weight my butt is gonna s- stay big and I'm gonna be thicker up top I don't like I don't like, also, like, my body is not for you to, like, pick and choose. But I think, like, my mom was always, always, like, she was never been, that's one thing I can say, like, 100%. I've never, ever felt like she's been tough on our image like that. Mm-hmm. The only thing she would always just be, like, because I'm a hot mess and I've always been, like, messy. And I would just put my hair in a bunch be, like, I, I, like, she'd, like, Risa, like. You know, it's, like, crazy or, like, whatever. Like, maybe, like, just kind of, like, <laughs> not, like, you look ugly, but kind of, like, my girl, you look like you just woke up. And I'm, like, that's because I did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, like, I think, like, the, yeah, that was probably, like, the hardest thing. But, like, she wasn't the kind of mom either that, like, was, like, I'm going to teach you how to do makeup. Like, my mom wore Clinique, which is, like, the, like, yeah. makeup for, like, sensitive skin bitches. And I get it because my girl, my mom, my mom got that light, fair skin, that Cuban mm-hmm. light skin. And she she got to have that sensitive Clinique brand. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> No, our mom is the same. Like, I think she's worn, like, Maybelline mascara, the same, like, green uh, and pink Green model. and pink.
0: That's the best one.
1: Yeah, for, like, literally 40-something yeah. years at this point. And yeah. that's the extent of makeup. So, yeah, it was not a class offered at home.
0: Mm-mm. And
1: I think I was given, like, deodorant and a razor. And Ben was like, bye. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think I learned, like, stuff just, like, from other people's from other people and from their sisters. Mm-hmm. And their moms, maybe not again, not in a bad way towards my mom It's just like, I never, but I also like kind of didn't care. Like it yeah. wasn't anything like my sister was like the fashion one that I learned all the fashion stuff from. And like, I'm not gonna learn fashion from my mom at that age or whatever too. And like, I'm eight years younger than my sister, Dania and, and like fashion and like makeup and hair and stuff. Like she did help me. She like helped me a little bit in her, like older, like cool friends and mm-hmm. whatever. But they also like my, like my sister is always like, she never put on makeup. She was always so drop dead gorgeous that like she was just one of those natural beauties not Mm -hmm. because she's my sister but I'm just like yeah you like put on mascara and lip gloss that's clear and you look like a freaking model walking down like the street and like people will like break neck and like that's just (laughs) that's just how she so she never like worried about makeup like it's like Mm -hmm. I guess if you feel like if you feel like you didn't have to worry about it so but um yeah definitely girl stuff Mm, I'm, I'm not no bueno I do cook well though been getting better at the cooking too.
1: <laughs> well, you're wearing your Selena t-shirt. Yeah. So I think that's a perfect <laughs> reason to talk about all the powerful ladies who have inspired you.
0: Ooh. Ah, there's so many. I'm like. Um, I would say like in my like in my real life, uh, I think like all my sisters are like to me, powerful ladies like Lara, Rachel, and Danya. My Two big sisters, my little one, um, that even, like, my little one, like, I look up to her, like, she's, like, the baby, and she, like, just, like, is so smart, is in med school right now, but went to, like, college on a running scholarship and academic scholarship, and is just, like, not just because, again, not because she's my little sister, but she's just such a, like, badass, like, in so Mm -hmm. many different ways, um, like, so, yeah, in my personal life, I would say them, um, they're definitely three, you know, my mom as well, uh, and I think, like, it's so hard, like, when I think of, like, celebrity ones, like, you know, yeah, sure, like, Selena, like, was a huge influence, um, you know, even, like, people, like, talk about, like, J-Lo not being, like, or, like, like, all these, and I'm just, like, yeah, like, okay, great, like, Maybe, like, she hasn't done a, a crazy amount of, like, Oscar-nominated movies or whatever. But I still think, like, she, like, broke a lot of, like, barriers. Especially mm-hmm. for, like, Latina women and not always having to be, like, the, like, fetishized kind of female. Like, you know, she did, like, movies, like, enough and, like, things like that where, like, she's this badass, like, woman of color just, like, kicking kicking your ass if you mess with her or whatever. Um, I'm, like... There's so many, I'm like, I'm I'm like, we just had Patty Rodriguez on our podcast uh, last week. And she's someone that like, I remember like when I started following her on Instagram, I thought she was so cool because she had like so many cool things that she was doing. And she's this like young, like single mom. And I just think like those kind of people influence me a little bit more even than like the famous ones. Cause like, it's so beautiful to see all these like famous women, like killing it and have, and now because of social media, they can prove that you can have it all. You can be on you know a tv show and a movie in the same year and also have a baby that year and also like get nominated for a oscar or an emmy or both mm-hmm. or, and you know uh you know run a marathon that year because you decided that that's what you wanted to do and like all these things and sure like a lot of these people that do these things have the privilege of having the money and having people to help take care of their children but like there's like so many like people out there that are doing so I think uh I think for me a lot even though like I didn't come from a single mom um because my parents did get divorced but like I think like I don't know to me powerful ladies right now are like the single women out there just like being mom and dad and and like really like just taking care of their families and themselves and killing it at work like that's a lot and I think women in general don't get that respect like men don't have to like stay home with a baby after they have him and don't have that body image Mm -hmm. uh, uh, crisis that they have to deal with after having a child or, 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 you know, whatever that is. But I think, which is, I know it's such a vague answer, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like Celia Cruz, I guess maybe is another famous one that I love her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, you know, she was a, from my, from my Island and she, she came, she escaped and, and made a name for herself as a black Afro-Latina you know singer in a time where like she was still you know she was living in a time where like she wasn't allowed to like hang out with like the like white performer that was going on stage before her because she was headlining <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. what like mm-hmm. and things like that but um yeah I don't know I'm like there's so many there's so many women I can't I'm like I would have to like could browse through my insta but <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm like i do i do i do think you know like there's you know there's also like the people like the michelle obamas and the aoc is someone right now that i'm like uh i mean not right now but like i've been obsessed with like i mm-hmm. i like hope to be here when she runs for president and like just i want to like help and be part of that campaign because even like i've been binging on scandal lately and like all i can think of yeah. as i watch it like i'm just like oh God, AOC would be such a good president right now. Like, God, she's so smart. And I know, like, you know, some people think she's a little too liberal, more local or whatever. But I'm like, fuck that. I'd rather have that than what we have right now.
1: <laughs> like Well, ugh. and that's kind of her role, right? Where, you know, I think some of our senators and congressmen and even state or federal level forget that they're supposed to be local.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, so what? good at it. Mm-hmm. She's so good at it. Like, she's just like, I love that. Like, she's, you know, like these, these, these local politicians right now, a lot of them are like, just like they're blowing up in our faces in a positive Mm -hmm. way because it's like we're seeing them actually be put into action and like put their money or put their like, like not put their foot in their mouth. Kind of like actually like, okay, like we're going to do something now. And she's been doing lives like she'll like cook and like talk to you about like politics. And it sounds crazy but like she's off the clock. Like she's yep. off the clock. Like I know they're technically never off the clock. But at the same time like like she has to have a life too. Like the girl has to want to like sit down and have a bottle of wine after every freaking night that she's dealing with this. Like yep. how how are these how are these people not alcoholics at this point? I don't mm-hmm. I don't know because it's like I would be so stressed out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you and you want the, the you want politicians to be human and to be as much like the rest of us are as possible so that they mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, absolutely. It's really interesting like how how we judge people who are in power and what we really want from them versus what they're capable of. Like it's this whole mix-up of like what's happened. Same with celebrities, right? Like mm-hmm. We're all just humans and we're all just most of us are trying to do our best and not hurt people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. hard because like too like I think like even like celebrities now, like they like
0: because again, social media at the time is so different. Like there's so much more pressure put onto them for for separate things and like you know and it, it is hard like there are things where like sometimes like I'll do a podcast and I'm like oh, maybe I should edit that but I'm like oh, you know whatever it's not that big of a deal but like I can't imagine being like someone so like famous and like every single thing that comes out of your mouth every single thing you post like I'm like and I know this is a life that like I'm in and you know hoping to to continue being in forever but like there is a little bit more pressure and I think a lot more is expected of of us and them and and it's hard because it's like look like JLo is human too drake mm-hmm. bad bunny like they're all like normal people like it yeah. was crazy last night i'm like i know i bring him up in every podcast but bad bunny is one of my favorite artists obsessed with him like literally phone case love him and <laughs> um yeah if you wa- if you listen to the sap podcast and like every time i talk about him like you took a shot every episode you ha- you got a little tipsy um but i was li- but like, he's somebody that like also like he like i know he you know he's a dude or whatever but like he like identify he identify. he doesn't even choose to like I d- tell you what he identifies as he's like I am what I am and that's it like he mm-hmm. wears a acrylics on a red carpet he has a girlfriend he d- he has he made like he's like done these things where like I'm listening to him and he's I'm um, like his songs are like yeah like they're talking about like hooking up with a chick but then he has another song where it's like pretty like empowering towards women like kind of like he has a song that came out this year and it was like yo perreo sola like like where women if they want to go to a club and like Mm -hmm. you know perrear like get down and twerk or dance or whatever like they don't need a guy to come behind them and dance with them like we could do that by ourselves. and he like dedicated that song to like this woman um alexa who uh she's was trans and got killed in a bathroom and i believe it was a bathroom in puerto rico and like went on like this huge show and like just like you know did this and i'm like okay like we talk about this a little bit but the one time that that guy like does like anything like they're gonna like go at him and I'm like but he's doing all these other things and there's so Mm -hmm. many artists that are like that and like he went on live yesterday and that's why I was like I was like laughing because like he went on live and I was like texting her but I'm like he's on live he never (laughs) goes on live because these are these artists that are like they're probably scared sometimes of like getting in Mm -hmm. and engaging with people because it's 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 so scary, like to do one thing and then that's it. You're canceled.
1: This cancel culture is wild, but yeah, I and it's, I think it's just dangerous. It's not not even dangerous for creativity and the arts, and yeah. it's just dangerous for humans because what we're doing to celebrities, we're now doing to like or politicians. and it went to celebrities. Now mm-hmm. celebrities going to people in our own lives and. Yeah you know, what is, we're not showing anybody what it looks like to allow someone to redeem themselves or apologize or to be forgiven. Yeah. And it puts so much more pressure on everyone to be more perfect. Yeah. Which is the opposite, I think, of what we all want. Like, oh, what would it be like to have room? Like, room mm-hmm. to just, like, be who you are and know that if you mess up, like, you're yeah. going to be given the opportunity to fix it. Oh, yeah. I yeah. say
0: it all the time. Like, I'm like, honestly, like, uh, i'm sure i've said things or maybe i don't know who knows maybe tw- i mean i don't think i've ever been like, like like my god i don't know like i don't like i don't know i can't think of everything i've ever said or done but like i'm sure i've said things that have been rude or problematic at the time maybe or like maybe it's problematic now but it wasn't at the time or whatever that is mm-hmm. or you know uh, but like we've all done that like i think everybody everybody has said or done something and it's like nobody's perfect like there's truly nobody that like can come here and say I've never said no. this problematic thing or like when I was in high school I was never racist or like things like that I'm like no for sure you all have done stuff because mm-hmm. when you were 10 or 12 you didn't maybe know the n-word was bad and you were playing with your black friend and maybe you said it I'm not saying that I did that but I'm just mm-hmm. saying like you know like when you're young like that like you don't you don't you just don't know it. you don't know and it's like that's why you learn and and I even mm-hmm. think like especially like I've coming to California has been so much more, like, eye-opening because in Miami, it's such a bubble. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that people still do. Like, I see a lot of my Miami friends, and they're they're Latinx, they're Cuban, they're Colombian, they're Argentinian, they're Venezuelan, they're Puerto Rican, they're, you know, very different. They're just white or whatever they are. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're posting these things or they're saying these things, and I'm like, you don't realize, like, that is not okay. Like just little little things like you know Cinco de Miles on Tuesday and like a bunch of people are going to be appropriating even during quarantine like they're going to make it such a thing and it's like I'm I'm not Mexican but I will fight for the Mexican people on this forever we had an episode on it about like being Mm -hmm. about appropriating and appreciation it's a very fine line but there's a way to like appreciate and not appropriate and definitely like it's such a bubble in Miami compared to LA. Like we are so lucky to be in LA. I think at least to like have, uh, so many people be, and I hate the word woke. But, like <laughs> I, I just, I wish there was another word woke. I feel, feels so like, I want to make sure you know that I'm hip <laughs> when I say it. I'm like, it feels so weird to say it.
1: Well, I, I think it's really important to talk about that, uh, appreciation versus, um, my mind just went blank
0: appropriate thank you
1: um so what is the def what is the difference to you and like how do you how can you guide people between those two paths
0: so I think um and I mean my my opinion obviously isn't like maybe the general or whatever but like I think once we had we had that podcast we kind of like realized that like one don't profit off of it like um, one of the one of the one of the people we spoke about was this um it was this white blogger that she did a Cinco Cinco de Mayo like theme birthday for her daughter that turned 5 I think
1: mm-hmm. but she's a
0: lifestyle blogger so like she was making money in this post uh from advertisement and also like getting stuff for free for the party whatever to post and all that stuff and people were like that's appropriating she's like why it's just my my little girl's birthday and it's like but you're making money off of this and mm-hmm. also like I think it's like, um, like, it's kind of like something like, for example, like if I'm wearing a Selena shirt, right? Yeah. Like, I know about Selena. I could sing you some of her songs. I could tell Mm -hmm. you about her life. I've watched her movie so many times. Like, Mm -hmm. I know, like, you know, that she had a lipstick line at MAC because I purchased a lipstick from her. Like, Como la Flor was the name. Like, I know my research on it. And I think that's another thing where, like, a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to wear this picture of this person because it's like cool and it's like, but do you know about that person like appreciate yeah. it appreciate the art appreciate the the culture before you 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 choose to wear it and act like you like can like represent cuz when you're wearing someone you're representing them as well i feel mm-hmm. like like you know, it's it's a lot of people choose to wear like Che Guevara and I'm like, you guys don't realize like I like I had a Che Guevara shirt when I was like in like really young because mm-hmm. I thought it was cool and like hip to be like a rebel and like yeah, but that, that's not what he was. Like motorcycle diaries is like just one side of him. Mm-hmm. The other side is when he like would put people in a line militia style and just shoot them in front of mm-hmm. their families. Like mm-hmm. that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of people don't realize, like they don't do their research, they only choose to pick and choose like what is good. Um You know, you can, you can, you can, you know, uh, eat, you could do Taco Tuesday without posting on your Instagram wearing a sombrero and saying, orale, orale, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just like some basic stuff that like, I just, I think people forget when they're doing these, these celebrations and, and, and it's, it's, it's like, they don't even know, like the amount of people, I saw this, there was this one thing, like a man on the street kind of saw thing, video once, and somebody posted it and it was like, They asked everybody what was the meaning of Cinco de Mayo, and nobody knew. Like I think, like what? And there was also Latinos that didn't know. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. all like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not, it's not Mexican Independence Day. That's in September. Like this is because of a battle. Like, yeah, what? Like you're you realize that we're celebrating like the Mexicans winning a battle, but also like that like that's like a dark like thing if you re- like we don't mm-hmm. celebrate you know like d-day is a weird you know what i mean it's a weird, yes. you don't you don't put hats on and you're like woo, like yay world war this or whatever that is like right. what <laughs> no nobody talked like vietnam or yeah. whatever. like we're not doing that mm-hmm. but so i think i think that you know like Again, with the 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 people of color and like Latinx and like things like that, like I think like a lot of people just like do your research, know what you're talking about, don't put on a costume. We're not a costume. Like it's mm-hmm. like when people wear like a headdress mm-hmm. of the Native American, and it's like I understand it is a beautiful thing, and it's it's you know it's it's uh you know maybe maybe you were gifted this from that person. That's mm-hmm. different too. If the person of that culture like gives you this, you know, then then that's different. But like you don't wear the headdress and then like paint weird things on your face and then like be yep. like, oh, because like that's not like what Native Americans do. Indigenous mm-hmm. people don't all like, you know, it's it's also the times are so different now than they were like in the like 1800s. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I know you know this, but I think it's one of those things that sometimes people need to hear. Um, For sure and like they even like with yo this is racist i listen to that podcast all the time you know and Mm -hmm. they're part of the earwolf family and and i listen to it sometimes and i'm just like oh i didn't know that about you know the you know the middle eastern community or like the black community or whoever it is they're speaking about and it's Mm -hmm. it's nice to listen to things that like also teach you like they're just like you know which is like good and i think that's part of like even like to like even wrap that back to the sap podcast like we're not like here to like judge you and like I'm not going to lie. I'm the hardest person on that podcast. The amount of times I say white people, this white people, that, and <laughs> like, it's like, again, like no shade to white people, but there are just sometimes just so ignorant. It's more like people, unfortunately in other like areas of the world that are just not, they're are They don't see a lot of me. They don't mm-hmm. see a lot of, you know, uh, you know, blacks or Haitians or, or it's just, it's more white. And I, mm-hmm. and I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand that that's, part of 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 their journey and that those people just have to do more more work and that's not it's not like my job to like tell you or teach you yeah. but you know you, you can log on and listen and learn or choose to be ignorant and then be called out and that's like you're just never going to make everybody happy with that kind of stuff I guess mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think what people aren't expecting is because I'm the first person who will call you out mm-hmm. on like if you're it's, it's about being, like, educated and being enlightened yeah, and also stand, like, especially white people standing up and be, to other white people and be like, mm-hmm. this is not cool. You cannot do this. Yeah. And this is why.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like,
1: stop it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, so. also, also like, a lot of times, like, I know, like, we, like, like, we've had this, con- where, like, there's so many little things. That, like, you don't know, like, what this person, like, when we're getting into it, like, you don't know, like what my story is and I might not mm-hmm. know what your story is like I don't know like if you just had a racist thing happen to you or a misogynist thing happened to you like an hour ago at the supermarket
1: mm-hmm. or whatever
0: but like I'm coming at you and I don't know that and like the energy behind you is going to be so different when you come at me like in defense you know what I mean or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like I think that's also like part of it like you know we had the we had the podcast episode where like we talk about like how when you go back home um the baby thing oh everybody for the holidays everybody's like oh, are have, when, are when are you gonna have when you having a baby when you have baby and it's like this woman had just posted on on twitter and i read it and it like broke my heart her story because i was like oh like you know a lot of people like are going to be going back home now during the holidays and uh one of the questions that a lot of people that a lot of you guys want to ask your friends that are in a couple or just got married is when's when's baby time and like you don't know if these people are trying and like she said that like that happened to her and she had just had a miscarriage like the girl started Mm -hmm. crying like the first person that asked her that and I was like yeah like you don't know these things and sometimes it's like you know to like just like maybe not just put yourself in their shoes but just kind of like be like "Mm, more like it's I don't like I don't need to ask you guys these personal questions that don't affect me truly
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's all in that same space right of how do you really be a human and be curious and ask questions and like really listen for the answer mm-hmm. um, versus just like talk at people? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Also, mm-hmm. you froze a little bit. Sorry, I'm like I don't know. Oh, okay. Did you like? Get, I think yeah, your face, you? your face is frozen. Okay, no, I cool. hope it wasn't like, like
1: really dramatic, ugly way because those are the best times to freeze. <laughs> After, it's like
0: you are you're like you look pissed.
1: oh good good I'm like listen Um, well we ask everyone on the podcast where you put yourself on the powerful lady scale zero being average everyday human and 10 being super powerful lady where would you score yourself today and where do you think you would score yourself on average oh wait I'm sorry it was today today and what was the other one on average. And, and on average. I okay. assume that the day you're on this podcast, you're gonna rank yourself higher than maybe average. That's how egotistical I am about my own <laughs> podcast. So.
0: um, you know, I'm I've been called uh cocky and like very like like not cocky or conceited or real uh just like sure. I'm sure, sure, sure of yourself? Yeah, sure of myself. <laughs> um but I think in this situation, I would rate myself today as, as today as a, you know, what? I would rate myself both the same because I think like on average and like, in like today is the same thing to me because it's part of my average. So like, yeah. I would say I'm an eight and I'm going to say why, because I think like I'm doing everything that I can right now with my capabilities mm-hmm to be a powerful woman and also like continue like inspiring other like women in general and like my culture and my people and and um but I I want to leave nine and ten out there for like the future like I want to have something to build up to because if I'm a ten right now then like where where else am I gonna go from there if you can't go like above like past a ten you know what I mean yeah like I I think like I want something to look forward to. And like I know like there's other things that like I want to do that would be inspiring and powerful to women and and you know, people like that, but uh um uh, people like that, women. I don't like I don't know why that <laughs> why I said it like that, but you know what I mean? Like I guess just like I want like something to look forward to and like to like continue to like have mm-hmm. I feel like I'll never stop doing that. Like I always wanna be like an activist no matter what. And I think that's like the the thing that like a lot of people I think like they think like actors that we are cocky and conceited and all these things, but it's like, they don't realize like we're getting rejected on the daily. Like you think you're getting rejected by a guy or a girl once a week because you ask them out or, or, you know, at work you gave up the, no, like I go into five auditions maybe in one day and I don't book any of those. That's five times I got rejected, whether like I hear back from them or not kind of thing. And I think, Mm -hmm, like, it's okay mm -hmm. to, like, build your self-confidence as much as possible and try to stay humble. But, like, yeah. So, eight. I'm, like, I'm eight. (laughs) What about you? How do you feel today?
1: Oh, today? I mean, I think I started off at, like, a two based on how I was feeling this morning. But it's gotten much better. So, I think today is a solid, like, six. Mm, Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just got my period today. So, maybe I'm a seven today. Yeah. yeah, fine, possibility. fine, fine, look, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'll change it up. Today I'll be a seven. So, <laughs> you know, my, my Your, Periods are powerful, Oh, man. I don't know. They're powerful. Oh, they're the worst, though. I hate it. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just, God, why, look, that's how strong we are. We do all these things. Our body does all these things, and we don't get no respect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we're in quarantine. I know we're stuck, like, having yeah. to put a lot of things on pause. But yeah. What are you excited about that you're creating this year? And, like, what's next for you? Like, you have so many amazing things going on. Like, what else are you dreaming up? And where are you, where should we expect to see you in one year, three years?
0: Oh, God. Uh, one year, I'd love to be on a show, mm-hmm. some type of show. I don't have to be the lead. I don't have to be the star. Just something that is helping me uh, build my career, build mm-hmm. my acting confidence, my acting chops or whatever. Um, because I've been doing so much comedy, I have a theater degree, but I'm like, I haven't like done, I've been doing so much improv, so much live, this and that, that when you go into an audition room, uh, it's different. It's so different. And I think like, Mm -hmm. it's interesting where I can like walk into a state, I can go on stage and perform in front of 500 people and be confident. Even if I don't get a laugh, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll fix it in like a minute. Let me jump in later and I'll, I'll make you, I'll remind you that I'm funny or whatever that is. Um, yeah but then i walk into a room and there's just a camera guy and one person reading and i like i freak out because in my head like i'm like oh my god this could be it or whatever that is like i put so much pressure on me on myself um so definitely like be on a show like you know um hopefully inspiring other like women of uh women people uh women of color and you know um latinas as well uh just to like you know be like okay like well she's got this she's doing this now she's doing this and mm-hmm. um three years from now uh I'd love to be like show running and have a show that is mine that I pitched that mm-hmm. is like something somehow inspiring and empowering as well um you know it, even if it's just like the most simple like idea or whatever that is like it's just I, I know that no matter what it is it's gonna like inspire somehow and uh Mm -hmm. going forward right now during the pandemic since we are on hold I think I am finally gonna you know sit down and start writing I keep I've been telling myself that for like two years Mm -hmm. and um it's because I go into these meetings and people are like there's not a lot of people like you with your voice doing what you're doing like you need to put that on paper like it's great that you have these other things but this is all live or like there's a podcast or whatever like Mm -hmm. I need like a show like you can't just verbally say that you have to like write it down which is like one of the things that I'm not confident in at all but I'm just like fuck it I'm just gonna write and just it start sucks. I know mm-hmm. I know literally that's I'm starting this week officially officially <laughs> all right not because not not because of any other reason but like I had to like to be honest I was like mentally not ready for like this pandemic and um I uh what do you call this I, like, had to do so many things, like, financially that I think were, like, stressing me out as as mm-hmm. well as many of my other, like, self-employed type of friends. And now that, like, yep. I've been able to, like, finish all of that paperwork, I think I can actually sit down and be creative because it's so hard to be creative when you're, like, worried about paying bills. Like, which 100%. I think is a, mm-hmm. a, huge, um, a huge barrier that I have as well because, like, I I side hustle a lot and then show run a podcast and show run a live show and also like have auditions and and you know everything else you know have a boyfriend I have cats I have friends like it's a lot and I think a lot of people don't don't think about that they they just think it's like you're chilling like you have a podcast you're making money and I'm like honey like it's Mm -mm. not like that (laughs) yeah I'm like I wish but it's not like that I wish all I had to do was come in a podcast and that'd be the best (laughs) but yeah definitely (laughs) I I think I think that and and as part of the like all like to to I guess close that uh future stuff um just like being really active and Mm -hmm. as an activist uh for any of like things that come up whether it's undocumented children and families and or just like you know women you know that are you know calling out sexual abusers and assaulters or whatever that is. I don't know. I just want to always be active. And I think that's, like, the beautiful thing of, like, what I do. Like, I just, people are like, you would just want, like, do you just want to just be famous and rich? And I'm like, no. I just want, if I'm going to be famous, like, I want it to be because I'm going to use that platform Mm -hmm. to, like, influence people and inspire them and help and do whatever I can. But there's no point of being famous and rich if I can't help other people other, like, than my family. Like, great. Mm -hmm cool, so I help my family now, like, what's next? Like, who else, like, do we need to, like, help? Because I think a lot of people just forget about that. They blow up and they're like, okay, cool, I'm good. I've never had money, so this feels good, and I'm going to yeah. hold on to it. And it's like, no, you've never had money, so hold on to some. And then, like, you know, invest, do whatever it is you need to do, but also, like, give back because that's, that's karma. It's going to come back to you, not just because of karma, but, like, just because, like, you need to be a good person.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, completely, completely. Um, you know, you talked earlier about how much you use, um, how much you use uh, your planner, and how organized you are. Yes. <laughs> and I think that you know what puts a lot of people who are in um, in Hollywood ahead of others is is treating it like a business. Mm-hmm. How do you treat your career like a business that gives you an advantage?
0: Oh, always. Like I. <sighs> It's so funny because, like, I don't even think, like, okay, I'm not the kind of person that goes to an event Mm -hmm. to network. Like, that's not, like, you can't have that in your head. Like, a lot of people are like, how do you book these big celebrities? Or how do you, like, this? Or how did you go to this event? Or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just like myself. I walk Mm -hmm. into the room and I'm just like, all right. I'm going to be me. That's Miami Cuban Raisa. And, like, you know, like, I don't want to talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about Star Wars I don't want to talk about, you know, Lord of the Rings. But, like, I will sit here and talk to you about CrossFit and basketball or cats or whatever that is. And, like, you, like, this person might be so sick and tired of people talking to them about, so what's, what are you up to? What are you writing? And, like, sure, I care. If it's going to help me, maybe, great. But also, like, I don't need to talk to 10 different people in this party about their projects that are coming. Like, it's, like, it really, truly doesn't, like, inspire me at all. Um, And so I think, like, just, like, being yourself more than anything is Mm -hmm. the first step. And then, like, sure, like, you go to these events, you don't even realize you're networking. Like, networking without realizing you're networking is the best type of networking, I would say, because it's like, I don't... I don't know, like, I don't, I guess I just don't come off thirsty, which is part of it. And I think I can tell, like, I can tell when someone is talking to me because it's kind of like, um, like how we were talking about earlier about, like, interview questions. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't plan my questions. Like, I can't plan my questions. If I'm yeah. going to talk to you, I want to, like, listen to you respond. And and that's something that's from improv that you pretty much learn, listen and respond. But yeah. I also think, um, uh, also, like, remembering people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really bad with names but I remember where I met someone and how I met them and who connected me and I think like I have terrible memory I remember I asked my boyfriend the same thing all the time and I see him the most out of anybody in LA probably or like my roommate I ask her the same question all the time and I'm terrible but like I can remember what I wore to a premiere event two years ago where I met this person and we exchange information yeah and then like we stayed in touch or whatever that is um Mm -hmm. And I think, like, also just, like, business-wise, just, like, yeah, like, organization is really important and just, like, a lot of people are always, like, say yes to everything. And I I don't actually believe in that. I think say yes to the things that you think either, one, are going to pay you and you're okay with it. Mm -hmm. Two, it's, like, you're helping a friend because they helped you or you're just helping a friend. Like, that's it. Like, that's your friend. that You might never need that friend for anything, but you're just helping them. And three, like, it's, like, a project that, like, is going to inspire and help other people um like I'm like just say like just yeah say yes to it but big be, be picky and choosy I think you need to be picky and choosy and I think in the beginning we're so thirsty to like do everything and like be and like be famous so yeah. quick and all these things and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like okay like it's pacing sometimes sucks like of course I'd love to like <laughs> be on a tv show right now or a movie or like have like that financial even like behind me that like stability Mm -hmm. or whatever that is like makes me feel like okay I'm like not as stressed out like whatever but like in the end of the day like that just that comes and it goes like you could be on a tv show for two seasons and that'll get canceled and like that's it Mm -hmm. so like I think it's like I rather be like slow and steady and like be more secure with whatever that is and um yeah. I'm like, I think, yeah, those are the, yeah, just, I think just be like cool to people too, because that's another thing. I think I see a lot of people being rude because they think that this person is not important. What they don't mm-hmm. realize is like maybe that person is a person that's going to write a show and you're going to go audition. And like, they're going to be like, oh, that was, that, that guy was an asshole. He was so rude to me. And look, he's in my room right now. Mm-hmm. And not to say like, be nice to everybody because they might be someone, but like, just like, don't, be mean if you don't have a reason to be but I see that like I see people like disregarding conversations with certain people and then when I tell them who they are maybe later I'm like oh yeah that's like the showrunner and they're like oh my god I was like so whatever and I'm like yeah I I just wanted to let you know now so like maybe you can make up make make up for that because I know you're a cool Mm -hmm. person because I like you but also like maybe you should know this like going forward and I I think there are teaching moments in that as well where like it's like it's okay to like learn still Mm -hmm. whether you're like 23 33 43 or whatever in the business there's always going to be things that are like you're going to like you have to be okay with like learning and keeping up because like it's like tiktok i refuse to do tiktok that's what i keep saying (laughs) listen one day i might give in carlos really wants me to give in i refuse (laughs) i think sometimes like if you tell me you want me to do something i like want to do it less too (laughs) Mm -hmm. so like maybe that's why it took so long for me to write because everybody's been telling me to do it
1: uh, but I do want to. <laughs> a friend of mine's created a TikTok just to do videos with her cat.
0: Oh, and wait. that's it. <laughs> that's also like pretty my brand. Yes, yes. love that. <laughs> I would be into that. So Those are the only TikToks people have sent me of my friends because they know I don't TikTok. So they'll send me cat ones. Like I just got one today of a a cat watching Bad Bunnies live last night.
1: I'm <laughs> And it was
0: like, I was like, it was like, me gato le encanta, like that bunny too. And I was like, yeah, girl, my cat's like that bunny too. So what? So what? My cat's like him too. <laughs> I love it. Um, I feel like do you is mm-hmm. like a strong, simple, but like very strong um, comment. I don't know. Or like, I don't know, a statement I like to say. Because I think um, being in Hollywood, it's so easy to like n- try not to try to be what other people want you to be. So I think, like, my, like, best auditions, my best everything, like, when I, like, network or meet people, it's always because I'm being myself. Because mm-hmm. when I try to be, like, maybe too cool or, like, I know this or whatever whatever it is, like, I feel like um it just doesn't come off genuine. And I just feel like I rather, like, genuine people are always the ones that, like, I'm attracted to. Like, I will meet you at a party. And if you're genuine and we talk and sit, we will become friends. And, like, I will stay friends with you because I can, like, I'm yeah. very good at, like, reading people like that. Um, but yeah, I think just like being you is one of the biggest things, whether quarantine or not or whatever. And, um, in regards to like future me, I don't know, like follow me on IG, I guess and Twitter I'm trying to get better at Twitter, but I forget. I just like tweet stuff that like I would want to read, uh, which is <laughs> probably not everybody's uh, audience. Um, but I think, um, yeah, they could follow me on Instagram. And Twitter, they're at Raizalicea, R-A-I-Z-A-L-I-C-E-A. And um, I i mean, I don't know. I'm always posting stuff too on R-I-G and on a Spanish Aki Presents, mm-hmm. which is at Spanish Aki Presents. Uh, I post a lot of like castings or like opportunities for POC, not just Latinx people or women or, you know, just uh, that kind of uh, that kind of stuff. Because I think like it's harder to find stuff for us. And, mm-hmm. like, a lot of us need to just continue sharing that kind of content so, like, we can continue to, like, lift each other up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. like Awesome. I'm like, that's it. I don't know. I'm <laughs> <All> like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, it's it's weird and hard to, like, like I said, like, it's, like, you feel, like, weird, like, promoting or, like, uh, t- telling people about, like, the future. Because, like, mm-hmm. none of us, know. I don't, I might not be able to be on set until 2021. I don't, like, I don't know what my life is gonna be. I might have to get a random full-time job. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't like I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen to Hollywood and
1: um or launch your cat TikTok business.
0: Oh, I mean I might have to. <laughs> 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 yeah. Cats. TikTok. Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: well, weird. I'm no, but well, I love it because like, you know, part of as a business coach, I'm always telling people to be bring more of themselves into their businesses like yeah. whatever you whatever your recipe is that makes you you as unicorn like mm-hmm. that's what people want to buy. so if yeah. it is it like improv plus cats plus basketball plus Miami <laughs> equals like your winning formula like do more of that right like you right. said like you don't want you don't want another of the same thing out there yeah and you know so how do you avoid that you just do more of whatever makes you you and even if it's like ridiculous you I think that's even more of a reason to lean in because there's so much authenticity in whatever we think is ridiculous about our lives and ourselves and all those things
0: yeah yeah no Mm -hmm. for sure I think that's like like yeah like how I said it before like every time I'm just myself is like where I realize like that's like where I get the best feedback or the best like Engagements with other people, because definitely when you try like, and I've tried, I've done that. I've I've been fake. I mean, we all have. Like, we all like put a different like persona depending like where we are. But like, I realize even like with like, you know, I I won't say like who it is, but like even like I've I've hung out with like very very famous people, Mm -hmm. and it's like not a name drop or anything, but like it's just it's Hollywood, and sometimes you show up to someone's party and like there's an Oscar nominated person just yeah. there and you're like oh fuck like oh. <laughs> I'm like I'm wearing my ripped jeans today oh boy I, I'm, I'm, whatever that is you know yeah um and like I've like it's weird but like a lot of times these people for whatever reason like um they connect with me and mm-hmm. like at the end like Sometimes I don't know who they are. (laughs) Like, sometimes I do. I mean, I said this story when they were like, Paul Feig walked into UCB and I had no idea who he was, but I had to tell him because the showrunner was like, hey, when Paul gets here, he's part of the show. You'll see him. He's a tall white man dressed very dapper she was just like you know like um uh, when he gets here just make sure that you know you tell him he has time to get a drink can you tell him about the places next door and you know when he comes in he'll probably have you walk into the back and i was like yeah sure whatever he walks in i don't know who paul is this was literally when like after bridesmaid Mm -hmm. uh, bridesmaids and like when it was literally the day after they announced um the all-female ghostbusters which he was doing Mm -hmm. and so everybody knows who he is at this point but i don't know he's a background like guy like i don't see his face he's not Yep. like the one in the movie and so he walks in I'm like oh my god you're Paul oh my god oh wow. uh, she explained how you were going to look perfectly let me see oh my god is this a vintage pocket <laughs> so I, I pulled out the man's pocket square I pulled out Poffy's pocket square and rubbed it <laughs> on my face in the lobby of UCB <laughs> and um Matt was there from Matt Apolaca from your wolf and he was just the manager I think he was just like looking at me with his eyes and his mouth open and the other interns were like what are you doing and then I was like, if you want, like, a nice little cocktail, you go next door to Franklin & Co. But if you want, like, something, like, real, like, bougie and, like, whatever, you go to La Paubelle. And if you just want a beer, pong, just go to Bird's. And he was just like, I like you. Can you cut? Like, can, do you want something? You <laughs> And I was just like, I don't He walks out and everybody is like, do you realize that you just, like, manhandled Paul Feig? And I was like, oh, my God, but it was all like, consensual. Like, wait, but. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. But are you sure that's And They're like, no, 100%. And then everybody wanted to like walk him back when he walked in, and I was just like, uh, um, "I'm like, oh yeah." Some he's like, "No, you, Riza." I remember, and he remembered my name, yeah, because I was so like normal. I didn't like, I didn't like fangirl him or anything. Mm-hmm. And even if I knew who he was, I don't think I would have. But I think knowing sometimes too, like that mm-hmm. gets in your head. So I guess that's like something that like I like to tell people a lot, where I'm just like, just. Maybe pretend you don't know who they are and that Mm -hmm. will make you feel like way more like chill, like how they say, like, pretend the audience is naked or in their underwear or whatever. Like, I honestly think like those are things that like work for people because when I don't know you, I don't care. Even when I know you, I usually don't care because, in the end of the day, me having one conversation with you is not gonna make me, I mean, put me on your movie or whatever that is. But cool, you remembered me. One day I'm gonna walk into a room. I'm going to be auditioning for a movie of yours and I'm going to tell you the story. And you might be like, Oh yeah, you were that weird Cuban girl. (laughs) (laughs) That touched my pocket square, put it on your cheek
1: that just made me like you so much more I'm so <laughs> glad we got to share that story <laughs> I
0: know I'm like I'm like and it's like it's funny because I'm always like it's not like a name dropy story because like I truly yeah. do if anything it's more like I look like a weirdo but I'm like but that's <laughs> that's real like that's like the world that we live in like mm-hmm. sometimes you're doing improv and you know Blake Griffin walks backstage right past you and you're like oh my god this is Blake Griffin cool all right great I'm gonna go do a 30 minute set bye <laughs> well yeah. whoever that is mm-hmm. but it's it's you know, we're all, we're all normal. We're all human. Some of us just uh, have more money and are famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, it has been such an honor today to get to know you, to get to share your story and to get to share you with the entire Powerful Ladies world. Um, this has just been great. So thank you so much for being a yes to Jordan and me and to Powerful Ladies. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry we weren't able to do this in real life, but uh, quarantine,
0: quarantine podcasts, they're a thing mm-hmm. now. It's it's easier. It's so much easier to book people, which yes. is weirdly nice, but also, like, the the in-person ones, obviously, like, uh, you know. I'd be, like, hugging you now, saying, oh, my God, yes, thank you. But, I like, you know, hugs. virtual
1: hug. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I'm yes. like, I ain't going to hug nobody for a hot minute. <laughs> I know. And and hopefully next time I'm in the studio, we'll cross paths. But yes. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. yes, yes
0: thank you and thank you to jordan too she's the best i love her so much (laughs) Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. top top three people top three people at your wolf can't name can't can't name the other two one of them might be a dog i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) they got a lot of cute dogs (laughs) (laughs) for a hot minute (laughs) Mm -mm.
1: i know and and hopefully next time i'm in the studio we'll cross paths but yes yes. yes 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 Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> thank you and thank you to jordan too she's the best i love her so much <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly top top three people top three people at your wolf can't can't Ooh. name can't can't name the other two one of them might be a dog i'm just saying I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of cute
1: dogs <laughs> Riza is awesome. She's powerful. She's funny. She cares. And no one is going to stop her, which is probably the most critical element of being a powerful lady. To connect, support, and follow Riza, you can find her on Instagram at Riza And of course, also follow at Spanish to Presents. Check out her website, risalisea.com, and download and subscribe to her podcast, Spanish to Presents. All the other ways that you can follow, support, and connect with Riza will be listed on our website, thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Powerful Ladies podcast. There are so many ways you can get involved and get supported with fellow Powerful Ladies. First, subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at PowerfulLadies. Join the Powerful Ladies Thrive Collective. This is the place where Powerful Ladies connect, level up, and learn how to thrive in business and life. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. And of course, visit our website, thepowerfulladies.com. I'd like to thank our producer, composer, and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.